Hello, it is October 10th, holy crap, that's nuts, um, it's so funny when they opened <laughs> the restrictions, when was that, June, July, um, the first half of the year felt like it dragged forever, and now it feels like July, August, September was a heartbeat, and I get the things are worse now, but uh, it's so tough, right? Because it was nice to get, air quotes, <laughs> normalcy back in our lives, but now things are nuts. So you get one small win, but now we're back at square one, if not worse than square one or two or whatever fucking square we're on. But it's nuts. Um... <clears throat> yeah, I turned the furnace on for the first time today. I think I checked the upcoming forecast and it's all low teens for a while. So I don't know. I'm just looking. I don't think we're going to see, in theory, 20 again for a while. Yeah, today was 20 and then 10, 9, 8, 8, 12, 13. Yeah, so... The, the time of the 20s might be over, so um, I think last year was way warmer than usual, so it probably shouldn't have been used as the standard bearer for going forward. Um, where am I? 11, 9, 8, 8, 12, 13, 16, 14, yeah. Well, and then the week of the 20th is all high teens. 181917. Well, we'll see. Um I'm not ready for it to go away. Um when was it? 2 3 weeks ago. I had heard something again. And running kind of got knocked off as something I do all the time again. And so this week was nice. I pretty much stuck it with that once a week running group but that was only I think she mapped out a path that's like four and a half to five kilometers and that's it which is nice when stuff's hurting you don't want to push it and then on Wednesday I ran along just to see if I could <laughs> it's so funny because for a while there I was doing like push-ups and pull-ups every day and then I would do sit-ups occasionally and I was running and it's peak motivation time has had its day <laughs> and um it's amazing it sucks it really sucks how fast anything that you've built up goes away and so I don't know why but I got it in my head that I really needed to push it and run a long distance again even though, as it cools down, I think, I don't know why. I'm sure it's the same, like, mindset slash sickness that all runners um, go through, where you just want to keep going more and more, and then once you can run more, then, like, my goal in all of this was five kilometers, and now five feels like nothing, um, and I don't even keep a fast pace most 
oh, excuse me, most of the people in that group probably have a faster pace than me. Um, when things are going good, I think I'm five and a half minutes per kilometer, and then six is kind of average day. Um, and then when things aren't feeling well, it's six to six and a half minutes per kilometer. So 10 kilometers in an hour kind of is my standard bear on Wednesday. I think I did the first 10 kilometers in 57, 58 minutes, which is to me a okay. One hour run is kind of nice and acceptable. You're watching fucking (laughs) Olympic people rattling off 10k in like 20 some minutes. So twice the speed I am. It's insane. And even the pace um, some of these marathon runners, they're doing a 40, a full marathon's 44.2 kilometers, I believe. And they're rattling it off in what I can barely do half in, which is insane. Like, just their ability to bear down and just run. Like, I'm jogging. I know what jogging is. <laughs> they're, like, I get that they're not Olympic sprinting but the insanity of it that these people are I guess it would be three minutes or less per kilometer it's insane like you're trucking it um because yeah I don't feel like I'm going slow but then again I'm almost 50 so maybe I am going slow I know I've bitched to a few people that I run with or that I talk about it with um about the day that I got passed by the dad pushing the stroller and it's like this jacked guy like he was probably like 5'9", 5'10", not short but he was like this jacked dude wearing these little skimpy shorts and he had um, I swear it was a double stroller too and he was just like boom, gone, passed there was no catching up Or even seeing his progress ahead of me. (laughs) So, I don't know. Oh, good lord, I don't know why I'm yawning. I overslept for some reason, which is nice. So, where are we? Happy Thanksgiving, I guess, yeah. Tomorrow's a holiday here in Canada. American Thanksgiving is way later. Um, That's in the month that we have Remembrance Day, so... This is our long weekend, so relaxing. It was nice, and like I said, just healing up and being able to go for a long run and then doing the running club was nice, so just trying to keep active. I had a really good year last year, I think, but I was only running. the. I was still getting hurt, too. I was still running that between four and five kilometer kind of path that's near my place through last winter and I would just bundle up accordingly layer up accordingly and there was only one week where it was just too cold I think was it minus 17 I think was my threshold and then of course when you live here wind chills a thing (laughs) kind of like how humidity is a thing in heat um so I don't know there was I was pretty happy that I was doing it on a regular basis I've been enjoying every other day Um, I probably could go every day if I 
tune down the distance, so it's always a work in progress. I've noticed that. Um, my shoes are worn out, but it was my own mistake. I would use them when I would go shoot around and play basketball and do other stuff, so I probably need some strictly running shoes, and then they'll last longer. But I know when I bought the shoes, they said they were good for... Was it 300, 400 kilometers? And now that I'm running like 10 a shot, um, that's 40 runs. So like if you're running three, four times a week, that's like what? You need a new pair every three, four months. But it's what I'm doing for my exercise. So is it's worth it, even though running shoes are the, probably the high 100 200 $300 range. But if it's good for you, like... I don't know all the science behind it. I got what was called the stability runner. And so I don't know if it makes a difference. Everyone in the group buys, and it's a company I'd never heard of. Let's pop up. They're called On, just O-N. Let's see. On running. Oh, yeah. They're sportswear company. Run on clouds. Okay, so. And, yeah, they have a weird like thing in their soul that does look more cushiony and bouncy so maybe it's performance running shoes for soft landing and landings i can't even speak today and explosive takeoffs okay um because yeah i've literally never heard of them before but i'm not um big into the shoe thing like i've heard of obviously um asics i have um, what am I even wearing? It's not Asics, is it? New Balance? Um, yeah, like most of them are. And then there's Nike. I think Nike was the ones that got banned from marathons because they had some technology that actually did some weird, funky energy transfer that made running easier. Um, mine are called the GTS, the go-to Brooks, that's what I wear. Brooks Adrenaline GTS 21. That's what I'm wearing. Fuck it. <laughs> Why do these shoes sound like cooler than car names? Now, at one point, I should write this down as a comedy thing. <laughs> I may put it into my phone. Shoes are getting, now that I think about it, are getting cooler names than cars. Cars used to have badass names. And now car names are stupid. <laughs> and I think even Simpsons made fun of it, how the car had a stupid name. Um, in that episode, I think it was Danny DeVito, and Homer was helping him design a car. Um, but this just sounds cool, like the adrenaline. Uh, well, some aren't as madly. <laughs> uh, the atmosphere. The altitude. Atmosphere, brain sport, but that's just me googling Brooks. Let's go back to so yeah, these on. I've never heard of them before, and everybody's switching to them or already wearing them. Um, and there's other terms that I've never used in my fucking life that come up <laughs> with this, um, like wicking. I've never heard um wicking before is a term so it's just it's funny when they're like the shoes are good for wicking and then you buy socks and clothing that is good at wicking 
and then I'm like, well, what's the deal? And now I get that it's, it doesn't hold your sweat and your moisture in. So, um, yeah, just all these things. But yeah, on is like, I'm guessing, yeah, that's .com. So that's, oh no, this is Canadian prices. It's not as rank as I thought it would be. Um, the same standard 170 to like two, $300 range. Um, I thought one of the people in the running group was maybe a rep or something to do with this on, but yeah, it just kind of struck me. But yeah, I just, if you have a minute, Google on shoes and look at the soles from the side. Cause they're like, there's like areas missing and they're kind of the way they're structured apparently um makes them ultra light and then kind of not as much impact when you're running it's like i'm giving myself a sales pitch <laughs> considering i just talked that my uh shoes are getting worn flat and that'll probably just get me uh killed <laughs> in the winter better off to buy some of those what are those things called crampons uh ever glamorous name uh, running ice tracks ice grips I guess they call them oh you can get good ones that go into your running shoes nice not too expensive because yeah I've worn these ones smooth and even on one rainy day um, I, it was treacherous and slippery so it's kind of it's nice to see that I've been doing this and active and I've worn out a pair of shoes in literally a, a season or two. Like, yeah, probably two. Half of spring, all of summer, and now we're just barely into fall and I've worn them out. Um, so it's showing that I'm doing it. But yeah, now I'm going to die <laughs> if I don't. Um, cleats, that's the term I'm looking for. So is crampons actually a word? Um, crampons walking. Oh, those, Jesus Christ, those look, look like chains. I probably went to the wrong area. Those are like mountain climbing things. It must be a mountain climber terminology. Because some of these crampons on Amazon look like chains that you would put on your tires to drive up a treacherous road in the mountains <laughs> so I'm getting too technical or someone's using fancy $20 words they shouldn't be <laughs> but that's it not a lot going on um, yeah pretty much was depressed that I turned the furnace on this early so yeah that's not a heck of a lot else um chaos at work chaos in society i guess as a whole now um needing to prove um proof of vaccination to get into restaurants um the humorous one for me is liquor boards so you can't even go buy your booze if you're an anti-vaxxer so you can't uh <laughs> so you can't drown the sorrows of being denied service everywhere because you can't even go buy booze so, um, I'd be curious to see, like, I don't know how you could prove it, but how many people actually went and got the jab, as they call it, <laughs> so they could go buy beer. 
<laughs> depressing notion, yes. Um, but that might be the tipping point for some people. I don't know. Um, I would hope not, that that's not their end-all, be-all reason for it, but fuck, you never know. Um, yeah, I've only gone out once, I guess, to somewhere considered, like, public dining or public gathering. And yeah, went in, sat down, showed my proof to the server, and then you go on your day. Um, the attendance, because it was an open mic. It's the place that I'd tried comedy a couple times. So I went with a friend just to check it out. And even the performances where they put all the names in the hat and they draw names for people to go up and either like sing spoken word poems um very interesting karaoke-ish dude open the night this time around um singing Whitney Houston songs that were from the bodyguard that I don't even know of and this kid was like 25 it's amazing to have a, the balls to go up on a stage, and B, to, as a 25-year-old dude, um, to belt out songs from the Bodyguard soundtrack. I think everybody should lead their lives with that kind of, I don't want to say reckless abandon, but to be that either confident or not afraid to do what you want to do. Like, do what you can like what is it chase your dreams as long as your dreams aren't illegal (laughs) kind of mentality and yeah to watch this kid go up there and like he belted out was it blaze of glory it was something bon jovi fuck um from young guns yeah blaze of glory i think yes 98 percent sure and then yeah whitney fucking houston song that i didn't even know of my friend that i went with it took him and we're both almost 50 like mid 40 year old men um let's look up bodyguard soundtrack because yeah it wasn't like i will always love you um what was it fuck yeah the fact that this kid like went up there run to you queen of the night i'm every woman someday those were singles, but were there, was there a track list? Um, Queen of the Night? No. Fuck. I can't remember. I have nothing. I don't know. I'm, I 100% am not listening because I would not remember. But yeah, amazing to have balls of steel to go up and just, and it wasn't like it was karaoke. He was just getting them to play. They must have. They must have Spotify there or something, because he, or in a ideal world, which would make him even more awesome, he provided the CDs for it. <laughs> oh my god. Because when did CDs stop going away? Because, oh my god, I'm sorry for yawning. Because um, digital music, like iTunes came around, I think, after Napster, but people were already burning cds well no but there were still cds um uh what year did the digital music start because that's when did the digital era of music begin 
no, 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 that's not worded properly. Um, somewhere in the 2000s, it's gotta be. Because CDs, I remember the death of VHS, and that was late 90s. Because um, Matrix was pretty much, I think Matrix was one of the first movies everybody had on DVD when they made the switch. Um, Matrix DVD release. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, release date, March 24th, 99. So, because I was at Blockbuster, I think, 97 to 2000. Yeah. And so, yeah, that sounds about right. 99, as the majority of my time there was um, VHS driven. <laughs> that reminds me. I have to watch, I think, Kevin Smith has a documentary on Netflix that's um, talks about the last blockbuster. And that's one of those really weird, like, you know, most people, they're like, I want to go here, I want to go to Disney World, I want to travel to this place, and one of mine, and it's pretty high up on the list with, once the world opens up and we can even, it's just in the States. Because um, there was two left at one point, and one was in Australia, and the other one is in Oregon, apparently. Somewhere near Portland? Anywho, he has a documentary about the last one. And, I don't know, because I spent so much time working at that place, um, it was during what I would consider really fun years in my life. Um, I just want to go see, and it's mind-boggling, because they still use the same... From what I've heard and seen, it's still the same software. There's still the same computers. So, like, early Pentium, Pentium 2F, maybe? Um, I don't even know if you can Google um, what kind of computers does, does Blockbuster use. Um, last blockbuster on earth uses IBM computers with floppy disks from the 90s. Holy fuck. Of course it does. Um, that's nuts. I'll have to look. I gotta watch that. Because, yeah, it's a weird thing that I want to see the last functioning blockbuster. And also, while I'm out there, um, another weird destination that I have is I believe it's out there the place where Twin Peaks was filmed I think is in Oregon uh, uh, Twin Peaks film location um, <laughs> Washington Snoqualmie Washington so where is that um Northern Hotel. Blah, blah, blah. Looks like some of the places are still around. Interesting. Um, I want to see. Oh, yeah, there's the waterfall. Lodge and Spa. Hmm. Interesting. It just looks cool. I can see why he filmed there, too. Um, that's another one of those ones that it's super hard to find. Like, 
who did I have that conversation with? Because, yeah, I remember back when I was looking for Pump Up the Volume. You couldn't find it anywhere, even digitally, to watch. You had to buy DVDs and Blu-rays. And then what else came out? Um, Some albums. The third album by Poison, called Flesh and Blood, has been kind of eradicated from the internet, except for the one or two, like, radio hits. Um, But, yeah, it's hard to find Twin Peaks. Maybe it came around when he did the reboot. Um, stream. I'm going all over the place today. Stream Twin Peaks. Apple TV. That's it. Yeah. See, it's it's getting annoying again. There was a point where it sucked because, for me at least, growing up, you had the normal local bunny ear channels yes i'm that old and then cable became a thing and you got your extras you got your abc nbc cbs pbs and your locals and then more and more came in and your tsns and for us in canada it was much music and you got more and more added but then they slowly over time hosed you and you had to pay more money for more packages like the house and garden package or the history and discovery package and the, all the different things and then you're paying a hundred and whatever dollars for all of your um, different channels you want to watch for your different shows and there's like one show you want to watch on each thing or you only care during let's say hockey season or whatever and the internet kind of got rid of that and everyone I feel like we got down to um, everything or the majority of everything we wanted was on Netflix, or enough on there. And I'm sure it's still them to a point, are probably still the best one. But now, I remember, I don't know if it's gone back or not yet, but it was Seinfeld or Friends. It was a big deal, or The Office maybe. It was a big deal when one of them was being pulled by NBC, because now they have their own streaming service called the peacock because they didn't have someone younger than 72 name their streaming (laughs) platform fuck um but everyone now is doing that same thing where it got us all down to paying whatever 9.99 or whatever per month for netflix and we were all happy again we weren't spending as much money on all the different channel packages and now fuck it's all ballooned back up that you have to get the peacock network and now i think they in the states they've absorbed the wwe network but then um apple tv has certain things and there's hulu and there's um prime which has the odd retro thing will be on there that i want to watch like back to the future and heathers i believe are only on prime um netflix is still kind of the best um disney of course and they have stars and national geographic i believe um marvel disney all that stuff pixar so all of a sudden we're in that place where we're paying extra for those packages and it's getting super expensive and annoying again um i just pulled the plug on a few um what was it? WWE Network? Um, fuck. There was a few subscription things where I was like, I'm not watching this enough 
to make it worth it. So I got it down. Um, Prime obviously comes in my once a year uh, payment for Amazon Prime. So those are nice because you just get whatever freebies with that. And there's some good ones on there, especially stuff like The Boys. Um, I think I watched season one over again of Lost on there. Um, Battlestar Galactic is on there, all the seasons. And like I said, Heather's Back to the Future. And then some weird classics. I think Weird Science I found on there. Um, but then there's just, there's other movies that are not on any streaming platform. So I have to do a little more looking. Or I have to pay, like, old school blockbuster mentality. I have to pay a rental fee to watch it. Um one day because I wanted to watch the original Richard Donner Superman movies and they're nowhere to be found um, or at least on like monthly subscription streaming platforms I'd have to pay and just watch it once um, which is fine because I think rental fees are two three bucks per movie um, yeah interesting times <laughs> Uh, and once again I've driven all over the road for 30 minutes Um, watch Twin Peaks season 1 prime video but that's American that's the other thing that drives me nuts Um, what the hell is that called Um, probably gonna have to get one of those services where I can hide what country I'm in and watch American prime and American Netflix and stuff like that because apparently regional stuff is um, it's bigger of a thing than I thought it would be. So, VPN, that's what I'm thinking. So, but then again, that's another monthly subscription. So is it worth adding a VPN cost on top of all this stuff? Huh? They get you one way or another. Anywho, um, if you're in Canada, have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy your pumpkin pie and I believe now that it's full on autumn they call it spiced pumpkin season so fuck that (laughs) have a good one